Hey everybody, welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast, and I am here, a lone Rogue Rebel, to talk Jedi Fallen Order because Lizzie got frustrated with the video. But it's okay, because I'm not going to talk about it alone. I have very good friends of mine, Frank and Bianca from Achto Saber Guild. Oh yeah. Hello. How are you guys? It hasn't been that long, actually. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, quarantine buddies every now and then, just calling ourselves to, you know, talk about things like costuming and random books and stuff or like that. home renovation TikToks. That's right. Yeah, that they were. Uh, that happened at my house, and now I have new lights in the wall. <laughs> that happened. Anyway, also I have Sebastian Lafair, who is a brand new Saber Guild member. Hello, hello. Congratulations, Sebastian. Thank you very much. Do you remember your SG number? Uh, SG3... Nope. What is it? Nope, 832. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I know it ain't three, but okay. <laughs> there was a three in it, There's I just forgot. That's good. Yeah, I forgot where the three was. Right on. Uh, I brought Saber people to a Jedi Fallen Order podcast, not because they're awesome at video games and stuff, or I am, but because like we like lightsabers and this game involves lightsabers. So it's an excuse to dive into lightsaber talk, and nobody will get angry or upset that I'm talking about too many lightsabers in this game, so ha. Mm. Lightsaber right. customization, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. I, uh, I spent a lot of time doing that. Sebastian, you also have your own saber services. Yes, I do. Um, uh, Starlight Saber Services, it's my little hobby uh, side business where I take and I install lightsabers for people in Saber Guild or just collectors. It's true. Uh, he did my Voss Saber, so I got like super sound upgrades, which is why my Voss Saber sounds awesome now. And I have like a new like dark saber setting where the light is white, and it has that sound. It sounds awesomeness. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm very fortunate with uh, some of the people that I know. I actually found a sound designer who is uh, based out of Florida who mixes live bands and stuff, and I got in with him, and he makes some really, really great sound fonts for all of the lightsabers and stuff, so he, he just knocked it out of the park. I just threw it all together. It sounds awesome. I'm happy with my saber, and I look forward to upgrading my next saber. All right, uh, just real quick, the business. You can check us out on therogerebels.com. Uh, you can like our Facebook page. Hit us at Instagram, at therogerebels. And I am on Twitter, at Music. And that's all. Also, if you have lightsabers and want them worked on, go to Star Lightsaber Services. Thank you. Yeah. And Frank, you're just awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am on social media, but just not actively. Um, but I do have a blue check mark. Uh, on Twitter. And, yep, on Twitter. Uh, and Bianca is actually active on Twitter. And and works in social media by day. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times. Like, do you want people find? That's always the, the question. Like, hey, do you want people finding you? If so, where? Um, I don't mind people finding me. Um, I'm by a common name, so Bianca Hernandez on Instagram because I got that one. But book hoarding pretty much everywhere else. Um, if you want to see. Mostly historical costumes, to be honest, um, and literary memes. <laughs> literary memes? Yeah. Like, I never thought about them like that, but you're right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Literary memes aside, Jedi Fall in Order time. I'm going to say, I like, I tried to organize these little notes so that we could, like, talk about the game for people that didn't play the game. 
And then we can like dive into the story later, so everybody can jump out if they haven't played the game or don't want to get spoiled. So, a game came out like a year ago. Uh, <laughs> Only back in November. Yeah, it was like back in November. I don't know. About it feels you. like three years since then, to be honest. It feels like I spent a lot of time with it, but mm, yes. it took a yeah. while to get there because I don't know about you guys, but for me, it was like so glitchy at the beginning. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like. I so we've was... talked to you about this before. Like you've had terrible glitches, and we had no problems at all. Um, we had a digital version of the game, mm-hmm. and we're running it on just a my old PS4, not like a PS4 Pro or anything. Mm-hmm. And like there's like pop in and stuff like every once in a while, but like nothing bad. Like it's just a pretty video game on our side. Yeah, uh, Lizzie got frustrated with the game and stopped playing because she died in a cutscene. <laughs> This is a good story. You need to really explain, though, yeah. like, yeah, what went down. At the very beginning of the game, there's, like, a part of the game where you're, like, on a train, and your character has, like, a cutscene. And they go, like, and it's literally, like, a cutscene, but you have control over your character, so you, like, walk through the cutscene. But there's no enemies. There's no, like, you're literally walking from one end of the, of the virtual room or whatever, I imagine, to the other end, and then the scene is over. So she died in the scene because, like, she walked through the floor and the floor disappeared and she just kept falling forever, only to respawn and fall forever through the floor um, for, like, a good 45 minutes. <laughs> this is maybe 15 minutes into the game. Yeah, this is, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, not even far at all. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So she got mad and she hasn't picked it up since, even though I'm like, look at this awesome new trailer and there's new stuff. And look, it's, like, new clothes for Cal. And then she's like, that looks awesome, but I'm mad at that game. So I think she's like, she just won't play it on principle now. So if you have any, you know, anger towards her not playing the video game, hit them up at Star Wars Geek Girl. Oh, wow. Um, I don't blame her, though, for, like, that's that's hard to get over and get through. Um, I had never played a PS4 game um, or, like, any kind of, like, console game until this game to give you an idea of how much of a cluster it was for me to play. Um, so this is all a brand new world to me, but it was really, like, when I would get frustrated with different parts of the game, like, I would just pass off to Frank and be like, you know what, I can't, I can't with this right now. And, like, it was actually great to have a partner kind of deal with that. Um, when I'd be like, I'm over the spiders. I'm tired of spiders jumping at me. I don't want this anymore. Take it. Um, I really enjoyed it. So the glitch that Lizzie ran into is because when you die, you immediately respawn right back. At, like when you fall to your death, you immediately respawn right back at like the cliff's edge. So you can try the jump again. Right. And it sucks because she got in the death loop. But, like, generally speaking, I love it. We've been playing The Witcher 3 a lot, and, like, when I accidentally fall on my death, and, like, I have to wait a 20-minute load screen, and then I'm back in the middle of nowhere, and I gotta get back to where I am. It's so annoying. But here, it's just like, nope, I fucked up my parkour. But, like, now, like, I'm just right back at it, and I can try again. I love that. Yeah. That's when it a, doesn't cause a glitch death loop. Yeah. No, it, it is good. Uh, I had, she's mad, but I had a good lot of fun watching her for 40 minutes. <laughs> fall to her death, and I'm like, dude, this is not even a part of the game game. <laughs> like, uh, I, my biggest frustrations that I had were um, a lot of, um, I'm playing on a PC, and I've played uh, like uh, video games throughout most of my life, so I had a lot of just like um, generic kind of control issues, which I th- found pretty funny, uh, like, um, well, surprising actually, like I was uh, just, I was just getting like frame rate stutters and such. And like those, but overall, I kind of had a middle of the uh, ground route between a completely bug death loop and a completely clean experience. 
So I played through to like maybe Dathomir before like all of a sudden like boom glitches were gone. Like whatever update hit at that moment, like mm-hmm. my game was perfect from then on. But uh, you know the um, yeah. Hey, what's up? Are you guys talking games? Yeah, we're talking like video games that you don't want to play because you fell and died for forty minutes one time and it was funny. <laughs> In a cutscene. That was the funny part. <laughs> I didn't She's still upset. Yeah, she's like, and it's like this cutscene where you're like, he's supposed to have a vision of his master, and you can hear the voice, but like, he didn't load, so he's not even there. I didn't know what was supposed to happen. I was just there, sitting there, and I was like, She's like, what's happening? And I'm dying, and I'm like, this is different than when I happened to me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was good stuff. But uh, for me, it was like, yeah. For me, I would get frustrated at the, uh, there's a lot of parts where you like, Slide, like if you're mm-hmm. on what is it? it's not yeah, the sliding. the other planet? The like, slides. Uh, um, think... Okay, you're on the planet with the ice slides. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't load, so I would like slide halfway and then like fall through the ground. Oh, and then like it would oh, nice. me back to the beginning of the slide, and it still wouldn't load. So it would take me like thirty minutes to get through the slide till the whole slide loaded. Oh my god. Uh, the audio. Oh yeah. So then the audio would like synced badly. So like the cutscene would start, and then it, the the audio would stutter, but the cutscene would keep going. So I'd get out of the cutscene, and the people would still be talking from the cutscene. That was pretty bad. Y'all and, had a bad experience. Yeah, and then like enemies wouldn't load, but then all of a sudden they would like finally load and be there and kill me, and I'd be surrounded. Because I would be mm. like, hey, look at this empty room. I'm just gonna like walk in here and walk in here, and like, oh god, there's twelve stormtroopers, like. But if they would have loaded normally, I would have, like, seen the two on the way in and deflected some shots and, you know. So it was it was really bad. And it was, uh, I was on Same As You on a PS4. I have, like, the Battlefront 2, Battlefront 2 PS4? No, mm. Battlefront oh. 1 PS4, my bad. Mm. Oh, wow. So it's, Fancy. like, the old PS4. It's not a pro or anything. But, uh, yeah, that was iffy. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry you had those problems, um. We literally had, like, no issues. That's um, awesome. So that was great for us. Uh, it was just, like, I don't know. The I agree with Frank that, like, Insta Reload is really good. Like, like, but you'd get in those death loops, like, with the slides. And, like, for me, it was just, like, because it would, if you slid off the slide and off a cliff, it would just reload you on the slide a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. Yep. And I'm just like, well, the whole reason I died is because I suck at the slide and like it wouldn't give me enough time to kind of recover. And so I'd get in these like loops where I would just like would be laughing at how stupid it was that I died. <laughs> and then like I wouldn't have recovered enough by the time that like I respawned to like get it together and not die again. So it was just like kind of like a snowballing of like laughing at how stupid I like that whole scenario was for me. And I would just be like screaming at the computer like at the like screen and I'm sure our neighbors thought I was dying because I was just like stop respawning <laughs> The respawn is shockingly fast. It's it's kind of great but also it's just like when you you screw up and you go flying off one of those slides, like before you even realize like what has happened, like you're back on the slide moving and you're like, dang. Yeah. And the controls on the slides are just yeah. so loose and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're a little, um, my least favorite thing is um, having to press a button to auto or to climb on stuff that, Oh yeah. 
that is uh, that is not common in a lot of these kind of games like Uncharted and a bunch of things. So I would get into those death loops because I would forget to press a button. I would, <laughs> I, would just, I would just watch Cal like, you know, full speed, just smack against the stone wall and just immediately fall into the abyss. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what happened? And there's like uh, a little, like a, a little, like it gives you a half a second to where you think it did it. Yep. Yes. It's like, it's like press L2. And I'm like, awesome. I'm on the wall. Oh, 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 press L2. Oh, I missed it. Uh, today I just booted up uh, New Game Plus just to play around a little bit, refresh my memory because it's been a minute. And I was like, I'm pressing L2. I'm pressing L2. And Bianca's like, that's R2, you jackass. And I was like, oh. Because I just kept like going and then falling to my death in the tutorial. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's you like, take a break from this game and it's real hard to find out where you are again. I, like once I got good at it, it was like super cool and fun, and I love how interesting the combat is. And it's not just like mash, 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 mash. I win. Mash, 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 mash. I win. Because like a lot of other lightsaber games, not throwing any shade <laughs> at other lightsaber games, but a lot of other lightsaber games, yeah. uh, is basically like just mash the button and you'll kill everybody, or use the force, or shoot lightning at everybody's faces. You know, whatever. You win. Star killer. But I really like that this game is like interesting and you have to block and you have to dodge and some things are immune to blocking and some things you can't dodge and some things like it's a real like paper, rock, scissors kind of like system. But yeah, it's it, like really interesting and it doesn't get boring because it has yeah. a lot of vibes from um, like uh, Dark Souls and Sekiro and those kind of games. It's uh, a lot more accessible than those because those are just mm. masochistically punishing. But yeah. like as far as dodging and parrying and all the timing stuff goes, those are really core uh, gameplay elements for those kind of games. That's cool. I feel like what really sold it was um, Cal being so well articulated and like the dude who did who played Cal. Um, like clearly has that background mm -hmm. of doing all of like this really cool stuff. And like it shows because of how well articulated all those movements are, because like you could have sick movements, but like if the like person doing the mocap, like it's not smooth, like you can tell that doesn't have the experience. Like, mm -hmm. like we know from Saber Guild, right? Like we can tell like somebody who's never blocked a thing versus somebody who's done a few fights. Right. Right. And I feel like that's what I feel with this game, where it's really clear to me that um, the dude who played Cal, like, and they, they've done a couple of, like, little things, and he does have a background, but it's just so, it looks so sick, because it looks right, and it feels right when he's mm -hmm. doing those things. Um, and it's just fun, like, especially not only just, like, the fighting, but also when he would, um, they have the really cool things where he's going through those really small spaces, um, and they have him, like having to like squeeze through and like move through and then have BD mm -hmm. on his back. And like, it just works. Like it just, it doesn't look w weird. And like, I don't know. It just, the smoothness of that really sold. For yeah. Me. There's no like clipping animation or anything there. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. I can't remember which documentary or interview it was with Cameron Moorhan, the guy that plays Cal. Um, but like he guess had a background in uh, WMA, uh, like XMA, like mm -hmm. tricking, elements of like karate tournaments and stuff uh so like he had like he was able to just pull out a really cool kata with a kendo stick as part of his like audition yeah. hit a backflip and be like yeah we're cool and that i think really does like benefit that character a lot um even though his face still creeps me out because he's always going to be the joker from gotham to me but like <laughs> he did a phenomenal job yeah you know i don't like watch non-star wars stuff so like everybody's like oh it's that kid from like yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh 
And I think I think that interview was on the Star Wars show, which mm. didn't didn't you guys just win a uh, thing? Webby? Uh, yeah, we won f- a couple of Webbies. We got an Emmy nomination. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Go subscribe to it and like it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Sal is a better hype man than you are for your. Hey, I'm not here to pimp my time uh, at IGN covering video games for a living or my time on the Star Wars show and how perfect I am for this podcast. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just here to talk about the game. <laughs> lightsabers. Uh, and lightsabers. So the updates, like there was, there's like a new little, uh, like challenge mode. Mm-hmm. And you like go through these little waves of enemies. This game is hard. This game is hard. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, the challenge mode, I kind of like that you can do it from any meditation point. Yeah. So you can pick up any game save, new game plus, whatever, and you can do that, and that's cool. Um, I love that this game has a story difficulty setting because I'm not here for the Dark Souls challenge. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. But uh, so like. If you want to go easy, you can make it through enough of the challenges and get enough of the little check marks that you can unlock the new BD skins mm-hmm. um, without being insane. Oh, but it yeah, has, yeah. but it has a beat the challenge without taking any damage like check mark for like the crazy elitist like yes. completest guys. So I think it's it's wonderful that like it's available for like the really hardcore or the casual people here for just like the Star Wars narrative. Right. Right. Uh... I was having fun with it. I think I've done, like, half of them. None of them I have done the, like, don't get touched. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's, like, that's never going to happen. Yeah, the, I don't care what difficulty it's on. I don't think that's a possibility. I almost got the, like, don't heal, but I'm on the regular, like, difficulty. I should have just switched it to easy. Yeah. And I could probably do that one, no problem. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun, and it's, like, mm-hmm. super interesting. And, and once again, I love the combat, and I love the animation. So, like, I really like, like, ooh, I just, like duck backwards and kind of dodge that thing and wabap sidekick to like killing you mm. like mm-hmm. I love those little like moves that, that they do it's like really cool mm-hmm. uh, the, the mocap work they did on this game is phenomenal and just the, the time they thought through like the choreography and the moves and so how the animations link and stuff are just great yeah it's dope okay lightsabers Lightsabers. Lightsabers. The lightsaber, like, on the cover when they first, like, introduced the game and were like, check Mm -hmm. out this, like, broken, cool-looking, like, lightsaber with, like, these two little, like, hilt pieces that extend up past the blade. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. Uh, And then... I mean, like, I love any new lightsaber because I feel like it's really easy for people to get stuck in, like, well, like, these are kind of, like, the go-to kind of, like, Republic-era sabers and then we have a few outliers now and i'm like nah like lightsabers are always going to be weird and unique and like kind of funky and we gotta keep like think outside of the republic era stuff and um like one of the things that i loved about galaxy's edge was that you had these different sets of sabers right like the parts to make like elemental and like all these cool like other things that were not just the standard republic good guy bad guy and what i super loved about this was that you had X amount of new saber styles, and then also um, it incorporated those Galaxy Edge designs too. Yeah, that yeah. was like the 100%. funnest part of it, especially if you have been to Galaxy's Edge and or have your own lightsaber, because then you can literally just be like, "I'm building my own thing, and it's in the video game now, but I have it under my bed for real though." <laughs> like I did. 
I was going to ask if you did that, Sal. I literally build a thing, but uh, you also live in this like weird world of like it's a great and it's amazing, but also there's like a tiny little disappointment because the rancor tooth isn't there because mm-hmm. once you get the double saber, they connect and you never have a bottom anyway. But like I built my whole saber except for the bottom, and then I built axles and then I built Lizzie's and I got all the pieces. I actually like 100% trophied this game because <laughs> that's how awesome I am <laughs> uh, at being a Jedi. And I got all the pieces, and I got all the ponchos, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's, I wish, no, I don't know. I, I like the ponchos. I like the, like, aesthetic changes. I just feel like I could use, like, a little more, or give me, like, some that look, like, a little bit different. Like, give me a cape-looking one. Give me, like, a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. F- Frank wanted more of the flight suits. Yeah, there was one or two of those. And there was, like, a, a flight suit fly suit that was, like, orange-style. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty much the aesthetics are all just skins in this game. Yeah, uh, which pretty is much, why yeah. I was really stoked when they gave us access to um, a whole new custom armor set in the DLC or the the kind of free expansion that just came out. Right. Um, so when you do the new game plus mode, um, you have like a costume that's like a character wears it in a cutscene, but now like you can wear it and play it in the game kind of thing yeah so like that's super cool you get a whole new look and now that i was like actually paying attention to the costume i was like oh i wonder if that matches saber guild standards for like military sith like that costume's sick i mean it's got like armor pieces hip pad everything else looks pretty like normal except uh it looks like it's a jumpsuit more than the like because saber guild wants to be like hey like have your like officer jacket with armor on it yeah. And I'm like, this is more like a jumpsuit with uh, armor mm-hmm. on it, but, you know. Yeah. Like, Close. that's the thing. Like, the military says is, like, the only kind of saber-yield option that I'm aware of that is just, like, yeah. just armor. Like, there's not, like, it has to be this specific armor. It's just, like, you just have some cool armor. So that's what I feel like the closest to this costume would yeah. qualify as. you can as. do, like, custom. Because we have, like, Old Republic, but it's very much like, no, Old Republic from that game, Old Republic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Sith Acolyte or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. So this is, like... Like this, this new costume is totally like, hey, this is clearly like bits and pieces of armor that like are from like our stormtrooper models and stuff that we just kind of threw on a dude. But it looks sick. That's all that matters. It looks yeah. sick, but also like looking at logistically, you're like, oh, this would be a uniform for Inquisitors because you can move in it. It still guards the important bits, but you can really move in that because there's no like things blocking your like your joints that need to be in motion for that heavy combat. Yeah. I also love that there's thigh armor that blocks like R3 and 4 from the Sabriel cuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a, uh, as one of the few Saber Guild members that wears armor, I'm all about this. <laughs> and uh, I popped on, I actually popped on Kanan not too long ago, but season one style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I forget how restrictive it is. In my, like, right arm stuff. Because huh. mm-hmm. it's, like, giant shell. But it just looks awesome. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Make it work. Make it work. Make it work. All right. Uh, do you guys want to move on to, like, everything and story stuff? And everybody who doesn't hadn't played the game and doesn't want to get ruined of the story, get out? Yeah, uh, get out. We want to talk. I want to talk about Dathomir. <laughs> get out. Come back later. Dathomir's out. So, that's like, what a really interesting thing about the game is you can kind of sort of pick your planetary order a little bit um 
you don't have to necessarily go in a certain order. So you can jump to Dathomir as like the f- first planet you go to if you want to. Which I did. And I was surprised that you could do that because I was expecting more of a linear structure like an Uncharted game because it borrows mm-hmm. like a lot of thematic or thematically it borrows a lot from that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I went right to Dathomir and I got my tushy kicked a lot. <laughs> I think that's what we did too, right? Yeah, I think we're like, well, wait, we'll wait. And then we're like, no, no, no let's just go. Let's yeah. go. We so, can't knock out a get Dathomir. Yeah, right, it's, exactly. It's Dathomir. Yeah, it's I played a demo place. of it before it came out, and they were like, yeah, you can do the first planet of the game, or you can do Dathomir. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to do Dathomir. And then I was like, what do I do? And the guy's like, I mean, you just, whatever. Maybe like, try not around. dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. Um, but, like, yeah, we, that's how we found uh, the staff, like, right off. So I think we spent, like, maybe an hour of the game before getting the double blade lightsaber. Yeah, and then you were thrilled for a staff. Oh, like, yeah. you were yeah. just, like, so there. over the moon for the staff, which is great. The staff is fun, but I'm all about once you can break it into. Yes. Like, it's break so it into the, like, to the double. And I wish mm. there was more than one double combo, but it's still mm. really cool. The double combo is dope. I mean, maybe in future Fallen Order games, yeah. because... Right. That's a whole, whole thing. You're right. Episode two, Revenge of the Cow. There you go. <laughs> um, the, the way the yeah. title works, I feel like the game could be, uh, like, not episodic, but more like an anthology. Okay. Because, like, it's, it's called Star Wars colon Jedi. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, so, or Star Wars Jedi colon blank. So, yeah. like, Star Wars Jedi, you could do anything. You could jump all across the time thing so like the next game could be uh was it high republic yeah. high republic the high republic yep. tie-in game you want to talk about armor yeah you want to talk about armor and, cool <laughs> and weird sabers yeah and um like leather sabers. saber holders and stuff oh, oh yes all those cross guards um but no but going to dathomir i think like for so many of us like dathomir is a sick place in eu legends and then getting it we've gotten tastes of it in new canon but Getting to go again and, like, go explore, that is super sick. And I really enjoyed, like, um, just, like, literally, like, on the ground getting to explore that lore. Because, like, we talked about the fallen um, Jedi there and, like, all the lore that's around there. And how that's not super vital to, like, the main story of this game. It's just kind of a cool, like, separate, like sick like this is another space where like the force is used and these other like politics that have gone on because of like all of these other things happening in the galaxy um and i super loved marin like yeah, i want her for i want to make a marin i love her she's so good yeah that's she's like one of the coolest characters and i love that she's like i love like night sister magic and just like, Dathomir yes. in general is, like, one of my favorite planets just because it's like, hey, that's where, like, Voss and Ventress had good times. And Voss trained in Night Sister stuff, too. So what? Because he's gangster and he does everything. But that's <laughs> me. And, um, like, it, the planet just looks so cool. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. Like, getting, like, they added a photo mode. So, like... My second playthrough, all I was doing was like running around and taking pictures. And like, hey, here's the background. And this, now you can, in like photo mode, you can crop Cal out. And like, I can just have a really cool background. Like, I don't know if I ever had a really cool Voss that I could post up in that background, maybe. So, like, really cool things like that I love about, um, and not just Dathomir, like all the planets mm-hmm. look dope. Like, there are so many, yeah. like, really cool vistas. Like, uh, what's, is it Ze- Zepho's, like, the first planet that it's like a, 
a like constant beautiful sunset in the distance, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, on these like crazy like cracked cliffs with giant canyons. Yeah. You know, and then you have the like other planet that's like Bogano or whatever. Yeah. It's like cold mountains. But like there are so many places where you can just go up to, you know, the edge of a cliff or something and like pan the camera around and be like, this is amazing. Dude, yeah. Like even some of the like first shots of the game where like they're on um, the uh, planet at the shipyard planet. Braca. Uh, Braca. Yeah, um, and like you can just see these ships in the distance and it's so sick and like. Yeah, when you go to other planets and you just, like, kind of just, like, look over as you're, like, trying to go, like, around a corner sometimes. And you're just like, this is so well designed. It's just gorgeous to look at. Yeah. I think Respawn did a great job making these locations actually feel, like, lived in. Because that's something that's always been lacking for me, just watching, like, the movies and um, Clone Wars and all the TV series and such. Is that, like, you know, you only get, like, clip glimpses of... um, quick glimpses of the marketplaces of this and such and yada 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 but like when you're actually there and you can you know run up to the wall and like look at all the etchings on the on it or Mm -hmm. look down on the vistas and stuff like that or get jumped by a spider because that's what actually lives in the forest like it's it's really cool to see like oh this is this is real this is a real star wars location Mm -hmm. i love the like there's like a lot of attention to detail like you say that's super awesome and fun but even in like like the exploration stuff in general like this has so much more than like any star wars game that i can really remember you know what i mean like it's been a while since we've had anything like that like the levels are pretty set it's point a to point b you go and you kill everybody on the way there's not a whole lot to do like i run around maz's castle in battlefront 2 but is that really like what you know like there's not a whole lot to do i run around and i look at things uh other than shooting people and getting shot so i love the exploration and how like big and crazy all the planets are but God, I want some fast travel. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Because, like, when I'm trying to, like, 100% and find, like, that one, like, place I haven't seen yet or whatever, but it's in, like, the deepest core of a planet, you're just like, oh, it takes me 45 minutes from landing my ship to just get into the general area. Yeah, for sure, dude. That, that, I did that on, uh, I think, Bogano. Like, there's the, like, second tomb underneath. And then it was, like, I was going back through everything. It's like, oh, you missed, like, one thing down there. And then it took me like 45 minutes to figure out how to even get back down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know. Quick travel points would be so wonderful, especially because we recently, like a little while ago, when all the new updates dropped, I was like, hey, I'll boot it up and like see where we are. And we were in the middle of um, like the wreckage of a Star Destroyer. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't, I don't know how to get back to my ship. Yeah. I don't know how to get the next <laughs> thing I'm going to. Like, where am I? What's going on? Why am I here? damn yeah even just getting back to your ship right like when you're like damn i'm like i'm too far <laughs> like can you guys come pick me up because like is that an option just come pick me up i've got lost more than a few times trying yeah. to get back to my ship for sure yeah it's, yeah. it's definitely like not convenient <laughs> yeah. which isn't to say it isn't cool like we were saying like how there are these really open worlds that you can just explore, which I think also, especially right now, like that's the kind of game that I've really wanted to play while like we're in shelter in place and everything like these games that I can just get lost in and not have to be on like a quest, if you will. Um, and I just think it's really cool because you could get like, just go wander and just try to get, be like, well, like I know I could go back to this planet and like finish this point of the story, but 
I can just keep exploring this planet that I'm on and try to get, like, all the skins that I want and, like, just keep, like, looking for, like, cool forest memories and all that. Um, so, like, it is cool, but, yeah, you definitely, like, after, like, four floors, you're like, where the hell am I? Yeah. It, it, it like, it's kind of like a, I won't say it's like a give-take, because that's, like, I feel like that's a thing that uh, you do, like, every other game has that. I think the only thing that I've played that's, like, even close to this is probably, like, Tomb Raider or something like that. Uh, that they do that. Hey, if you stop at a campfire, you can just warp over to the other camp and go get the thing you wanted to look for now that you have the pickaxe or whatever. Um, but I think, like, a lot of these, like, the worlds and the, uh, like, the backgrounds and all this stuff, I think they become a lot more memorable to me because I went through there five times because I had to go back to the planet. You know what I mean? Like, now you're able to appreciate it and see that detail, whereas if you were fast traveling, you might not remember a lot of that stuff. True. You know? true, it's, true. It's like a weird like give and take, and I don't mm. want to say it's like it definitely makes things longer and less convenient, but like I think forcing me to walk around that planet and enjoy those things like gets also gives me the sense of greater appreciation at all the work that was put in there. You know, it's also a lesson in patience, which is good for a, a game <laughs> titled Star Wars uh, Jedi. Did you guys read the Orabesh at the loading screens? Oh, no. No. So, We're not that level. When you turn it on, it says, like, serenity, and then it says, like, peace and balance <laughs> when it's loaded. Nice. I mean, I don't know. I turned the game on, like, 50,000 times eventually. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, like, I, yeah, the locations of the game are dope. Every planet is, like, different and cool-looking, and all the lighting is like mm-hmm. legit set up so that everything looks awesome. Like when you're standing at a place, you're like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to like take my PlayStation 4 photos here or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job of like, uh, establishing that even in the tutorial at the beginning of the game. Where like you're walking and they're like, oh hey, it's a droid control ship. Isn't that sick? And you're like, it is sick. <laughs> I am just going to stand here and look at this. Yeah. Like there's that one shot that they give you where you're like, like the whole beginning, you're like chasing the other dude to be to do whatever mm-hmm. you're supposed to do. Yep. And there's one part where you climb up a rope as they're oh, yeah. like doing the cutter on the other Star Destroyer in the distant background. Mm-hmm. So the rope forces you for like a good 30 seconds to go up while it gives you like this stunning vista of the background. And there's like AT-ATs over there and then mm-hmm. like the big ship getting worked on and some other ships. Like, so they like make a point to like give you these like beautiful <laughs> scenes. Yeah, I love that, though. Um, But I want to talk about some of the characters, because we talked a little about Marin, who is, like, amazing. But we got to talk about the second sister. Yeah, she's dope. Trilla. Okay, there we go. That's what her real name is. Trilla (laughs) Spoilers. Yeah. We already said we're in the spoiler section. Come on. We're in the spoiler section. We're good. Relax, Frank. Relax. (laughs) Not, or as the internet calls her, not Beresafi. Not Beres. <laughs> not Beresafi. Dude, uh, oh, I'm not even, yeah. There was so much stuff going on and so many back and forths between me and other people that were like, dude, it's like, it could be. And I'm like, I know it could be, but I don't know. It might not be. Yeah. Just don't but it might, it might not be. Like, this is what it's going to be. And mm-hmm. this is what it's like. Mm, I don't know. I mean, that's not really a thing yet. Like, yeah. but I've been through I'm, that thing so many times. Like I was there in Rebels when they were like, it's, it might be her. She's also kind of green. Completely went over well, my head. Uh, I mean, she, you're right. She is a little green. I, I like that they were like, we're going to create our own characters and tell our own stories. I love yeah. that 
so much. It expands the universe versus, oh my god, everybody is secretly this person that you already know always yeah. kind of like shrinks the universe to me. But, well, I, I mean, completely I like agree. That, I like that sometimes, but also like I like it just when it happens and I don't, I, I try to make it a point of not being the person who's like, is that Ray's mom? Uh, at everybody who comes through, you know. And also, I was, you know, like, not to be that guy, but I was that dude back in, uh, you know, Son of Dathomir 2014 when a Rook cast came on the scene and I was like, maybe that's Sabine's mom. So, you know, I've been on both sides, but I'm just saying, like, I like to see these things evolve and let them have their own life or to be surprised when and if a cool connection comes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, the casting was, like, amazing. I, like, like most mm-hmm. of these, like, I mean, I guess we only have one to compare it to, and it's Battlefront 2, where yeah. like, they did a really good job with the casting. Like, the characters were really interesting. Iden Versio was dope. Yes. You know? Um, and now the trash truck is here. So if you hear that, they're taking my trash. Let it go. It happens. Um, but, like... The the Seer Junda was like super super dope. Mm-hmm. I really love like I, I like her character, but I also like like how she was played. You know what I mean? Yeah, I loved that. So you know, for people who hopefully finish the game, you're here. If you not, and you just want the spoilers, uh, Seer you is were like warned. yeah, is the <laughs> former master of the second sister, and like. Watching that drama come out is super good. And, like, Frank has, like, recently restarted the game. And, like, there's so much, like, after you finish and you understand where that's going. Uh, like, there's shots at the start where, like, Sears shooting at the second sister. And you're like, damn, that's fucked up now that I know. <laughs> like, that's, like, an extra layer. And, like, I just think it was so well plotted out um, for the reveal and for that story to keep developing. Um and I just, again, like, having Jedi that are flawed is super important. And, like, Love digging that. into that and making it so it's, like, not this dichotomy of, like, everyone's just pure good or pure evil. And, like, understanding how the second sister really was born um, and her inner conflict is just so good. But it's, like, it, it makes, like, the characters have depth. And, like, it re- they did a really good job with the story. And, and like, I'm going to go back to Battlefront 2. And say like some of the greatest Luke Skywalker moments ever was in a video game and not in a movie. You know, and yeah, I mean? not even like, Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but it's like it's crazy, dude. Like they did like some really cool stuff, and then at the same time, they were able to give you a few little things. Like I always talk about, Saw Gerrera is like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Truly. Sure. Every time Saw pops up, I'm like, oh hell yeah. You know, so he comes in and he's like, who are you? So, like, that was dope. And then they got Forrest Whitaker to come do it. But what I heard was that uh, the actor who played um, Saw Gerrera in the Clone Wars. Oh, now I, I feel bad because I forgot his name. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> um, anyway, Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. He, he, uh, yeah. He... The, the voice actor for the Clone Wars, I th- heard that he did the mocap for all of the Saw Gerrera stuff, and originally he did the voice until the, they got Forrest Whitaker to, like, come and do it. But, I mean, like, that, the mocap is still here. That's still... I think that's becoming a Star Wars trade-off, right? Because we have that with Solo and, like, Sam Witwer doing the voice uh, for Maul, right? So, like... like in a mall, yeah. I, 
it's kind of like a bummer, but also kind of like if we can have like then I feel like less people feel left out, <laughs> if you will, of the canon of a character. Right. right. Uh, Andrew Cashino. His name is Andrew Cashino. I forgot. Uh, but yeah, he's like I loved like Saw in the Clone Wars, like. Mm-hmm. And seeing him, like, over here in this place that puts him, like, a little more towards those things. And then he even gets, like, a really cool speech. Mm-hmm. Like, he has that whole, like, Kashyyyk is not yet lost! And you're like, dope. At least and then he's gone the next time you go. Yeah, and then you go yeah. back and they're like, he left Kashyyyk. Because it was lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, we're we're really still good... here. We're not going to leave. <laughs> Tarful's the, the game does a... Oh. Sorry, the game does a really good job of balancing the planetary stories and, like, the overall overall arc of, like, this quest that you're on. Which is, like, that's cool, but it's so awesome that, like, Dathomir has such an amazing story that, like, you have to go back to the planet a couple times to even experience all of it. And that you get dropped on Kashyyyk in the middle of, like, warfare stuff happening. And, like, when you're on different planets, like, it just feels so real and rich because it's, like, that's how you would be if you were just a person traversing the galaxy. Every planet's going to have a different range of impact from the Empire, right? Like, every place is going to have a different level of insurgency happening against the Empire. And, like, getting to experience that and see that is just so sick. And, like, how each planet, too, like Frank was saying, like, kind of has its own, like plot lines there if you will like some are heavier than others um and it's just uh, it just makes it fun because like every time you go back it's like you can go deeper into Kashyyyk um and like get lost like I feel like I got more lost on Kashyyyk than anything else um and like fly a random bird thing they have yeah riding random animals is is fun uh, and also, like, as a weird thing, as a Jedi in video games, killing random animals. <laughs> like, that's always the way, because how do you just, like, have a video game where you don't do anything? You have to fight wildlife. Yeah, like, Kashyyyk had the worst, I feel like, the most deadly wildlife, and I'm like, how'd those Wookiees survive? Like, everything is literally poisonous and jumping on you, and, like, this is this is awful. Like, those jumping spiders can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but... All I kept thinking was those, like, unproduced Bad Batch arc, which was supposed to be, like, Yoda and the Bad Batch go to Kashyyyk and fight giant spiders. And I was like, this is probably what it was like, kind of. Nightmare fuel. It's just nightmare fuel. Yeah. Good stuff. My favorites are when you happen onto the mini-bosses. Because I didn't know they had mini-bosses in the game. Yeah, the like... And, like, you hop down one hole and there's an extra strong frog monster that eats you up in one gobble. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, that one's, like, right by the beginning of the game. So I was like, look, mm-hmm. I see a treasure. <laughs> you know? They lured you right in. Oh, man. The Ogdo Bogdo that yeah. is, like, made for all of... Like, there are so many memes about that thing. And I'm just like, yeah. Like, the first time you encounter it, you're like, this game, I'm done. <laughs> I got eaten by a frog. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as dying in a cutscene, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those are two different experiences. <laughs> I don't know. I had to have my roommate come and beat him for me. He's a, dark, he's a Dark Souls master, and I was looking for punishment, so I was playing on Grandmaster for a while. And so I had to have him come and do it for me. Oh, I haven't no. touched Grandmaster. I did everything at, like, regular night level. Uh, if you get shot, like, once, you're done. Yeah, that was hard enough as it is. I already said I can't do the, like, don't get touched challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that might be out of my wheelhouse, but it's fun. <laughs> fighting ginormous monsters and then like all the cool little like parries and like 
I like the individual animations and finishing moves that like each enemy affords you. you yeah, there's I mean? a really good variety of them. Yeah, I like the I like the level of dismemberment. I respect the choice <laughs> that they didn't do dismemberment on people, but I love the um, <laughs> the fact that like those like those like really annoying rat things on Zepho that you could just split them straight in half yeah. if you do a power attack. Like that's super satisfying. Like. I mean, I'm a Jedi yeah. and all, so it's, murder's not cool, but that was really right. cool. Murder's not cool, <laughs> Those rats. it's like, kind of cool to murder. <laughs> the Perch Troopers have such an amazing design. Yeah. I love the Perch Trooper fights. That, that and as was... like a Saber Guild person, like, we love any sort of melee combat options, not just yeah, lightsabers, sure. so like, it's yeah, super like, cool. they have their electro staffs. Can we can we get that going? Like I've been trying to make an electro staff. Like I want to I want to make purge troopers for saber guild. I mean, uh, we got to change standards, but you know that's a global question. Uh, it would be a uh, potentially you could have a one time approval for a stage show yeah. if you jump through some hoops. Uh, fair enough. I got I uh, I know uh, Imperial Surplus like has done some of those armors, so I don't Ooh. know like what the mobility issue would be on them, but uh, I know Rumor I know it looks it. awesome. Rumor has it that Imperial Surplus made the ones that were like there at like E3 for like Lucasfilm. Is that right? I was I mean, watching I that. I was curious where those came from. Rumors or anything like that. But yeah. uh, you know, I I bet I bet if it showed up on his Instagram, then it might be him. <laughs> if <laughs> if he immediately had a complete uh, search trooper the day after they showed up mm-hmm. on camera for the first time. Interesting. I Interesting. I know if they look awesome, mm. and I know he makes awesome armor. <laughs> like it might I know there are other people in the world who make awesome things but you know it sounds like something that's right up his alley I know a lot of them look like recycled clone pieces I mean you know I mean I like that about it right because yeah. it's only five years after the Clone Wars like. I mean it, it feels right it feels like that's like an evolution of like okay like now we need ones that can fight Jedi yeah like exactly this, but stronger yeah. yeah. And again, like, this is another piece of Star Wars canon that I like because it's filling in this gap that we have where it's like, obviously, when Order 66 comes down, not every Jedi would probably be killed instantaneously. And I like that it not only gives us, like, the space to, like, see the lore around, like, the Jedi trying to escape and, like, the ones that have escaped, but also just, like, that transition period, right? Like, what you're talking about with the Empire, too, where it's like, they would need, like... They are hunting Jedi because they still exist. They're still out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and it's so good. And that, too, contrasting with, like, Seer, who is, like, like a for a fallen Jedi, right? Um, and who's going through her own stuff and trying to, like, reboot the Jedi Order, kind of, if she can, but also is dealing with her own demons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, uh, I just love that we get, like, this other separate, like, Jedi lore, um... And then also just the dynamics of uh, the Mantis crew is really fun. Um, Grease is like great and weird and funny and doesn't put up oh with anyone. God. Dude, I just love the one random scene they put where they're kind of like arguing at the table and he's just putting salt on the, on his food for <laughs> like 10 minutes. I was just about minutes. to bring that one up. <laughs> it's like the best, dude. And there's like not really a reason for it. And they were like, we're no. just going to do it. It's like. It's not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> you know, like, and I just thought it was hilarious because it's literally the only thing I can watch every time I'm in that scene. I love that you have Marin, like you chat with Marin on the ship, like her interaction with the crew later in the game. So sick. Yeah. There's like a lot. I, I love like a lot of that. Uh, like uh, I, I, I do this with the, uh, I do this with like these games, like with this in Battlefront, 
I've already beat the game and I've already done everything. So every now and then, like if I'm doing chores or something and I want to relive the game and I don't want to play through 40 hours, I'll just like type up like, you know, Fallen Order movie on YouTube mm. and like watch the cutscene movie. So mm. you miss a lot of the other stuff that like, you know, like if you just chatted Marin up outside on Zepho, mm. you like wouldn't get any of that. But you get like the big scenes and like the really cool stuff. Like I really love one of uh, Sir Junda has like one of the dope. I think they put it in one of the trailers. And she's like, uh, what does she say? She's like, we will always struggle, but it's the will to keep fighting that makes us who we are or something like that. Like, like the dopest Wednesday wisdom ever. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like really like there's some good stuff uh, in here. I really appreciated the, um, the connectivity like throughout this story that like a lot of to like Star Wars as a whole. Like I I enjoy the fact that, um, always the Jorah to Paul, he's a, he's a Lassat. So like, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of love for rebels in there, and that's really cool. I also was really happy to see because I'm a fan of the sequel trilogy. I was happy to see that like Seer and like just the whole like your past having like being a problem and not letting it define you was like a really big big uh, story piece in this whole thing. So seeing like another failed master in the form of Seer and watching the fallout of her Ben Solo, which is kind of like Trilla. Like, mm-hmm. having those kind of connectivities. And even down to the little things of, like, oh, I'm climbing in a wrecked Star Destroyer. Kind of like, right. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. The, like, parkouring and, and, like, just the basic exploration of everything was just so fun. You can, like, climb on walls and, like, call little ropes to you. <laughs> we got to talk about how BD, though, is, like, one of the best droids in Star Wars. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, um, we, we rarely, like, we have kind of, like, buddy... Like droids, but BD is like a puppy mixed with like, like it's like a an endless gadget, um, and it's just so great. And I love the dynamics too. Um, like literally just watching like BD against Cal and like Cal like like actually caring about this droid, and like BD at one point like hurts its little, like, foot and is, like, limping, and yeah. it's, like, the saddest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in Star Wars, maybe. Like, it's, it's up there with, like, one of the saddest things because you have this cute little dog droid just limping. Yeah. Can we cut to the end of the game where, like, I spent, like... I, th- I think it's, like, the, the final kind of, like, build-up to the boss battle where I'm just, like, desperately afraid that they're going to try and kill off BD. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I'm just, like... Yeah. Like, I bit heavily. I was, like, mother... They're gonna kill my droid. If like, they kill, if they kill the droid, I'm just not gonna have it. it. I'm not gonna finish this game. Yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, like the way that like especially when they talk about it, they're like, hey, you know, when we come up with a droid for a game, we like try to figure out what we need in the game, and we like design a droid around that. So we needed him to have maps. We needed him to collect whatever info and to tell you where you need to go if you needed that. But I loved simple things like jumping on and off zip lines just to make BD warp to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. things like that and just like uh, when you when there's like something to scan or something he like kind of like runs over to it and like looks at it and waits for you to go over there and be like okay fine scan it BD <laughs> but like best thing is BD reprogramming the K2s at some point yes Oh, like, yeah. that is so fun, and I love it, especially because, like, watching the K2s turn from, like, trying to murder you to being like, well, I'm going to go punch these other, like, people. It's yeah. great. It's it really fulfilling. That's, like, that's, that, I do that in the room full of BDs, and then just watch them fight each other, you know? And then as <laughs> they pummel BDs. each other, and their life gets lower, then BD can hack more and more of them. <laughs> 
There's, yeah, I think BD is actually done by Ben Burt, too. That's interesting. Huh? Yeah, he's the like lead sound designer that came up with lightsabers and pretty much all the sounds of Star Wars, so it's yeah, really yeah. cool that they got him, too. Ben Burt is the dude. The guy. But, yeah, like just his like st- stupid, adorable design. <laughs> So good. I think someone 3D printed a BD uh, and like wore it like at Galaxy's Edge, and I'm like, that's a sick, like, just cool. Throw it over your shoulder. Like, the Kowaki and Monkey Lizards are okay. They're Mm -hmm. they're fine. But like, I would take a BD shoulder puppet any day. So I know that like an R2 builder um, built like a BD, um, and he was like on display at like EA Play or something to promote the game. And it's sick, and, like, it can really, like, emote really well. But, like, because of the way he's built in the game, his head is massive, his legs are tiny. Like, it doesn't work as a functioning walk-around droid. Yeah. But, like, I feel like <laughs> there should be a whole spin-off of the R2 builders, which is just, like, backpack-mounted BDs. Just be cute and on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a few of those ones, and, like, especially, like, the static one. But then I think mm-hmm. I saw another one somewhere where they are building it like a puppet. So they could like make it run, you know, mm. and like give it that personality and stuff. And it looked kind of like, uh, you know, when you see behind the scenes stuff of like BB-8 and it's like some weird little guy behind it in a rig, <laughs> yeah. like upper turning the head this way and that and then moving mm. the legs. And it looked almost like it was almost like a crossbar to where he could just wobble his wrist mm. and like make the legs run. Uh, ah, I don't know where I saw it. I mean, I'm sure it was on Instagram or just like some random something like that. But like, yeah, dude, BD-1 is wonderful hilarious and enjoyable i love the um i love how they used one of my favorite things in star wars which is cal's power of psychometry yes <laughs> yeah as like a way of exploring the world and the stories and really like you know because like like the venator is a really good example of that like if when you go through that wreck star destroyer like every little point you find where you put together the story of what happened on that Star Destroyer and what happened to that master and apprentice, like, that was really cool. I really liked, too, uh, they did a lot of that on Ilum, too. Like, first of all, we get to go to Ilum. Like, Aeable is that. so good. Yeah. So good. Um, But they have that. K2s. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Chaos. But then you have, like, you're following that story there, too. Um, it's just, those little touches are so fun. Like, it just made it, again, like, to me, that's, like, kind of the inner planet lore building that they give you, where it's, like, not all of these have to, like, be 100% relevant to the game itself, mm-hmm. like, the, the actual main plot. But, like, that's Star Wars to me. Like, these weird side stories that, like, help flesh out a world. Right. Yeah, no. I have a question. Is 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 that is that um, room in Ilum? Is that the one same one that the kids have to go through in Clone Wars? Is that the same I mean, like I would, entryway? I would guess yes. I just want to get confirmation on that because that's immediately what I thought, and I was just like really happy to see like you know in a realistic art form like yeah. I mean, like if that you spot. want confirmation, maybe don't ask a guy on a podcast. But like, oh, hey, fair enough. <laughs> I think I, it looks like it to me, so I'm gonna say. Hey, yes. to be fair, you, you're the one who knows the most lore that I know. I mean, I remember so you're, you're my go. Right? You're my no. You're my go-to guy. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. possible. It's also possible that there are multiple like. On the entire planet of Illin, there's possibly multiple caves and stuff like right, that. Right. Um, I just love like the ice melting. Like, let's bounce sunlight 
through these caves, like melted doors, we have access to stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh great. yeah, yeah. That you was... had to like build the trial, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, uh, that was cool. And you had to like but... fix everything that was wrecked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and cool. like the puzzles basically in this game were really cool and refreshing because it's like it wasn't just that you have to like bash through everything. It was like, mm-hmm. no, sometimes it's going to be real hard and you have to really figure out like how you have to like turn the waterfall off to then force push this thing over here and get the lantern to set this <laughs> on fire to get over to this thing. You're like, well, great. I am so glad that someone wrote an IGN article about this so I could get it from them because I couldn't figure it out over two days. <laughs> That's your version of psychometry. There you go. Listen. <laughs> She's like, I, I've learned from the others that came before. <laughs> but, like, speaking of Cal and, like, his stuff, I think it's funny, like, really kind of taking a step back and being like, this is basically, like, Cal going through therapy because, like, he starts off with, like, all these repressed, like, memories and emotions <laughs> in series, like, don't worry, like, I'm, we're going to rehab you, essentially, and it's just him, like, going through some weird, like, IRL therapy. Okay, speaking of therapy. The, like, this is one of the, like, coolest Order 66 ways of playing through that we have gotten in anything. Oh, dude. The Order 66 stuff is, like, by the time you get to that, it's definitely, like, yeah, it's so emotionally, like, it, it's just, like, hit you so much harder because you've played enough to, like, get attached to everything. And- yeah. And, oh. it's, and it's like a flashback, and you're like this super awesome little like 14 year old kid, and you're like, hey, and you like can go up and talk to the clones, and they're like, hey, little buddy, give me five, like, and like you know it's you know what's coming. That's like the worst part. You know what's coming, right. and it's like it also feels very much like since Clone Wars just ended, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like that coming. same feeling where you're like, oh my god, I know it's coming, and I hate this, and like they're friends with the clones, but oh my god, in two seconds everything's gonna go to. Sh- and then, like, Cal having to, like, listen to his master and, like, as he's trying to run and, like, hear, like, the troopers being, like, trying to figure out where he is. It's, like, it's the worst. There it's terrifying. so many cool, like, they did a really good job of, like, making that a thing. Like, uh, as, like, as you're escaping, like, Order 66, you're, like, little and you start to, like, parkour through ducks and stuff. So you're, like, above and you can see through the grate underneath that the clone troopers are down there and they're, like, where is he? So, like, it was really cool that they, like, that's, like, somebody brainstormed that as a way of being, like, hey, we can give the soldiers lines and let you see him, but, like, the story, like, they won't see you, so you can see what's happening and be horrified and scared to the core, <laughs> like, and be all nervous that they're going to find you, but they won't find you, and it's really cool and interesting, and we can give the clones extra dialogue. Yay. Yay for everybody, right? Yay. 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 100% yay. Yeah, but that was devastating. It was, uh... And the same, though, like, um, Cal and his master's story, and then Seer and Trilla's story, mm-hmm. like, they're so, like, these master-apprentice relationships and, like, how they were impacted by Order 66, like, they're so different and so good, um, and, like, I'm, like, the Seer Trilla story is also so emotionally fraught in its own way, because... Of that kind of weird, like, betrayal, but, like, not betrayal, like, oh. There's, I I love the way that they've, like, done this, like, I mean, since, like, 
uh, you know, since like 2015, and we've getting we're getting all these like canon new stories and like these survivors of Order 66 and like what they've dealt with and how they're not all the same story over and over, but they are still all these people that are lost, mm-hmm. like who just they just they're just lost. Like you have Kanan, who's like a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> and a bouncer at the same bar that he's the bartender at, and also he sleeps at sometimes. You know, like, and just bouncing from every planet doing that. And then you have, like, Ahsoka trying to be like, well, I'm just going to, like, hide out on this little farm world. Oh, my goodness, stuff is happening. I can't just let this happen. You know, and then you have, like, uh, you know, like, these stories of these people, and, like, what happens to these people who step away from their, like, Jedi life and, like, what they become or what like how they adapt or survive and it's just like I, I find it so fascinating and interesting and I love that it's not just the same old like well I didn't have any clones because I was like I was a lone soldier and I I just wasn't at the temple that day like you yep. just have all these like <laughs> yeah used to have all these stories of like well nope I was just uh I retired to a farm one time and nobody ever came to the farm okay Galen you know? like <laughs> Is that like a pamphlet, like Galen's <laughs> tips for getting out of the like it's a piece for hiding out? <laughs> Lonely, I imagine. Yeah, it's yeah I think the, this game does a great um, way of kind of like conveying emotion and getting like me, like us as the players, to actually feel emotion through the game. Mm-hmm. Like we've had a lot of Star Wars games where like you're just awesome and you're just the best at everything and you're so great, but like. Stormtroopers can kill you in this game. Yeah, for sure. Random, awesome. random, random things on the on the different worlds you go to can eat you. Like you're not invincible. You can easily die, and you spend the entire game like with a decent amount of fear over all of the bad guys you're facing. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the climax of the game, and the greatest of all big bad shows up, mm-hmm. you are afraid. Yeah, <laughs> there is no part of you that's like, oh, I could take him. There's I no love, part of me being like, oh, yeah, Cal Kestis can totally stand here and beat Darth Vader. And I'm I like, love, nope. I love get out of here. that, like, I feel like that's such a good, like, it correlates to, like, what I think a Jedi is and feels like, 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 there's a difference between being, like, a brawler and a martial artist. Like, there's a discipline and there's a knowledge and there's a focus. And this game, like, no matter how much you level up your skills and get awesome... Like, you need to pay attention to what you're doing. Because if you just press this button over and over again, you're probably going to die. Like, you need to, like, watch how the opponents act, react to that, and, like, it really puts you in the moment of these fights instead of just being, like, spam, 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 triangle. Like, in that, in the, I, what I feel is a mistake that other games do, where you just, like, well, I just leveled up a bunch, and now I just press A to win. Yep. I mean, even in uh, one of, like, the first or early on um, meetups against the second sister, like, Cal is not going to beat her. And BD has to save him by turning on that shield, right? And, oh, like, cool. yeah. setting up that expectation. Like, there are a couple fights where I'm like, oh, we aren't meant to win this. Like, and I think that's really cool because it adds to the development of those characters. Like, like Frank's saying, like, you aren't just a baddie that can go through and be like, yeah, now I've won it all. It's like, no, 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 you're, you are not all powerful. And like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think especially the not everyone can beat Darth Vader thing is really important. Yeah, um, definitely. It, it's the same fear that I have when we did, um, what's the, the VR game? Oh, uh, The Void. The Void. 
right. spoilers to the void. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you came here for these, but it's the same feeling there where I'm just like, when Vader comes out, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, I don't have a lightsaber, oh shit, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. And it's like this immediate, just like, the same feeling of like, it doesn't matter how badass my character is, like, this is Vader, I can't beat this. Yeah. I think Star Wars has done a really good job lately of like reestablishing Vader as something to be terrified of. Like Rogue One does a great job of just like Definitely. Vader is gonna wreck shot. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what he does. I, I love and by the way, just real quick, I'm like looking at the little wiki. And uh, Vader in this game, the he's done by the voice is done by Scott Lawrence, who is Yeager in Star Wars Resistance. Ooh. Oh wow. I just find nice. that wonderful because it's another character that like i can't do his voice because <laughs> he's just like hey Kaz, and like i can't do it <laughs> and that's what happens when you can't do things uh let's see what else uh who else like uh the i am masterino cordova and this is my diary or whatever he does like mm-hmm. that was cool like i like that dude and i've seen him in like i i used to watch this show and it was like a vampire show, and it was called Kindred the Embraced. <laughs> and he was like a really cool vampire in that show. And then I saw him on TV a lot after that. Uh, so for some reason, when he popped up, I was like, that's that dude! <laughs> like, that's that vampire! But he wasn't a vampire, though. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for random but stuff. Anyway, that's my personal journey to uh, Eno Cordova. Hey, we don't know he wasn't a vampire. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We can't prove that. Right. There wasn't a body. but even the cordova stuff like again it was another cool like you could get really deep into that journey um and it like didn't really overall impact like the kind of main if you will plot like it was just like really cool getting deep into his like research and everything his like research and like everything else and then there's like a heartbreaking scene where he's like so I'm going to delete your memory, BD One, but one day you will oh find out. Like oh BD One's like, go ahead and do it. Like, oh, so and it's sad. Like ridiculous. And I'm like, why am I going to cry over this stupid vampire and this like little <laughs> thing? Like, this benevolent this is vampire. ridiculous, dude. I was just in the water freezing. Yeah. No, like this game is some of the best story, like Star Wars story, out in a while. It's just so good, and that's why I love that. Like, it does have the story mode difficulty setting. Like, yeah. you can play it on Dark Souls craziness, or, like, you can be here to cry over the possibility of BD losing all of his memories. Mm-hmm. It is a fun game if you're into that, and if you are not into video games and you just like Star Wars, go to YouTube, put Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> movie, and just watch it like that, because that's what it is. It's like, this is, like, up on par, just like I think the story for Battlefront 2 is, like, up on par with anything that's out there, any, any of the Star Wars films or, or TV shows or anything like that. And, like, enjoying the story of it is super enjoyable. <laughs> that's how that It is, though. Happens. I mean, really and is. again, like I said earlier, like, I wanted to play this, like, even though I hadn't played any, like, any PS4s. I think I picked up Battlefront once, and, like, it was just chaos. It was bad. It was like a toddler. Um, and... <laughs> I wanted to play this because I was like, okay, this is cool, like, specifically Jedi stuff. But, like, the deeper I got in, the more I was just like, I want to spend time, like, getting good at, like, a console so, like, I can get into this story. Just because it it was so rewarding the deeper you got into it. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's that, like, rewardingness that feels like it, like, because the game is so exploratory and you have, like, the psychometry stuff. And then you also unlock new jackets and stuff like that, which is, like, great. 
but also like what really like is a lot of fun was like filling out my data bank entries, like having BD one scan every single dead body I found, having like uh you know like figuring out those stories and getting all the uh like the the force backs or the flashbacks visions from every time you can use your powers you know to like figure out the story of what happened oh like these guys were like refugees and trying to escape the planet but the dad got killed by a stormtrooper and the other ones died in a cave that sucks or whatever like you know like but putting together that stuff depressing was super fun but also, like, getting the, like, collecting all the saber parts was just so good. Like, I feel like yeah, every definitely. time we got another saber part, it was like, we have to get to a table now. Find because I table. need to see how this looks. We need to go back to the mantis. Back to the mantis. I mean, yeah. but it was also good that they had those, the tables for fixing your saber, like, changing it yeah, throughout like, the game. Because exactly. I was just like, since if I have to go all the way back to my ship, I'm since, dead. Since there was no oh, yeah, fast no, yeah, There's like, no way getting back to your ship. Yeah. These little workbenches um, or whatever. Also, I love that uh, they unlocked all of the premium content for everybody. Like, I guess there was, yes. like, pre-order yes. exclusive stuff. And um, like, that was one of my favorite things, cracking open the game one day and being like, oh, new lightsaber crystal. Ooh, new, like, matching lightsabers that I've never seen before. These yeah. are great. I mm. saw that, like, uh, yeah, that was not too long ago. And it was, like, one of those things to where I remember going, like, oh, limited edition. Like, what's that? You know, like... It's a yellow BD1 skin and like a new saber part. And I was like, I don't need that. There's going to be plenty of sabers. And then when I get to the end of the game and I have everything, I'm like, I'm still missing like two sabers, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And then when it unlocked, I was like, sweet, I saved $5 or whatever it was. I really appreciate how much Respawn made it so that everything feels earned. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to be have it handed to you. Like, you know, if you take the time to go explore and find these parts, they're yours. And that's or like, you know, to learn the techniques and everything. There's, it just all feels so grounded. And it's really, really refreshing with from a lot of the games I've played recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, it, for like, this is the Jedi game that I've wanted. So I'm hoping like if those rumors pan out and we get like Jedi fallen mortar. <laughs> Mortis, fallen Mortis. Fallen Mortis. <laughs> Jedi Rise of the Order. Rise of order, Jedi. Jedi Rise. Colon, Jedi. Uh, Star Wars Jedi New Order. Star Wars Jedi order rising, Other Order. Rising from the ashes of the fallen order comes a new. Star 